This is Steven. And this is Tracy. And this is the Just the Two of Us podcast. on the following platforms Podbean, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, Player FM, Google Play, and TuneIn. Just search Just the Two of Us Podcast. You can also follow us on social media on Facebook at Just the Two of Us Podcast or on Twitter at JTTOU Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another podcast. Welcome, Stephen. <laughs> welcome. Right. <laughs> so basically, you just bogarting the show now. This is, this is your show. What do you mean? You, you said welcome like I'm a guest, and this is, <laughs> this is the Tracy show. No, I mean it like that. I just you know, I wanted to make you feel welcome. <laughs> Thank you for making me feel but welcome you, to my own podcast. <laughs> you didn't start off the podcast how you you just said that you were going to start off. And what was I going to start off? How? Are you done? <laughs> yeah. Are you done? I, I'm, I'm done <laughs> for now, but I might bring that back later. I mean, can we just talk about how barking of the dog was like the best part of Black Panther? Let's be real. Wasn't the best part? It, it was pretty top five. It was yeah, definitely top five. It was very entertaining. But uh, in case you want, in case you haven't figured it out, we're going to talk about Black Panther this podcast. Hopefully, you figured it out since you're listening to this. And of course, as always, when we talk about movies, we are going to spoil them. And we hope that you are here because you've seen it and you want to know all of our wonderful thoughts about the movie. So you have been warned. If you have not seen it, go away now. <laughs> but at this point, I mean, who hasn't who seen it? Who hasn't seen this movie? I mean, $200 million in the first, crazy. first four days. It was pretty impressive. Oh, man, it's awesome. That beats the entire run of Justice League domestically. Really? Justice League made about that much money in its entire run domestically when it was released in November. Wow. So this beat Justice League in four days. Wow. That's crazy. It is. <laughs> that is crazy. But we knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I don't think anybody's surprised. I don't think any Marvel fan is surprised by that. No, not at all. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so... Uh, we're going to talk about the movie today and all of our thoughts um, about how awesome it was. And uh, maybe we'll even talk about, you know, some things that weren't so awesome. Some, yeah. Some room for improvement, maybe. I mean, spoiler so, alert, it wasn't a perfect movie in my opinion. There's, I agree. There's some room for improvement. Yeah, I but agree. Yeah. We can get into that later. Yeah, overall, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just jump in and go first. Just overall thoughts. Um, I enjoyed the movie. And um, I have to say, when I left the movie, though, I, I really had to process. I don't know if everybody else felt that way, but I really had to process. Like, I was really, you know, like, we went with a, a few friends, and, you know, a friend was like, you know, oh, how did you like the movie? And I was like, it was good. It was good. But in my head, I was I was like, was it, was it what I, I don't know if it was what I expected. And And later on, you know, after I was, you know, at home and everything, thinking about it, I was like, 
Yeah, it, it turned out to be um, a little bit different than what I expected. So that kind of left me feeling like, but wait, was it good? Like, I enjoyed it. Like, I definitely was in the movie and I was like excited. And, you know, all, I mean, you guys have seen the movie. Like, there were so many great parts. I, I mean, it was really good. But then I, I, I felt, and I realized after really thinking about it, like the next day, I was like, I felt it was just missing a little something, 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 something that I personally wanted. So that's why I was left feeling a little like, did I, did I really like it? Like I thought I was saying I liked it. Well, what is it that you, that you felt like it was missing? So the, the one thing that I thought was missing and, you know, you can talk about it later also was that, um, you know, being that I've seen like so many Marvel movies now at this point, you know, you kind of expect, you kind of come to expect a certain type of movie, you know, you expect a lot of, you know, action and whatnot. So for me, um, I guess I left feeling like there wasn't enough action, actually. I felt like it was missing. Um, like, I could have used a little bit more of blowing up something. <laughs> okay. Blowing up. Not necessarily just blowing up, but just, just action. Just action. Action in any sort of form. Like, the action that was there was really good. And so I, I guess when I thought about it, I was like, man, I wish there was more of it. You know, it was... You know, like more like another fight scene or like a, some, a, something blowing up. I don't know. But, you know, just just more of it. Um, and just in general, like there were just some things that I I, um, I just felt like I was missing that the elements were there. It wasn't like the movie was lacking it completely, but like just some elements of like story, um, action and yeah, those are like, well, you know, story in terms of certain people, like story is very general, but I can get into that later. But like, um, you know, just some parts of the story uh, that I thought I wanted more of and then just more action. Yeah, like and I guess I thought about this more because of um, the other day you and I we were watching Winter Soldier and, you know, I was like, this is what we were missing in Black Panther. And it was like just cool, like stunts and just like you know action and they were there but just like I said it was I, I just wanted more of it you know mm -hmm. so anyway that's 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 where I came from with the movie like at first it was just very like okay yeah it was good it was good it was it was good right like <laughs> I wasn't like you know quite sure if I really really felt like you know if I left the movie really feeling like it was good or if I was just like it I was feeling it was good because I finally saw it because um, I don't know about y'all, but I tried to avoid as many trailers as I possibly could and anything that had to do with Black Panther. I saw the first initial trailer and um, I was excited, obviously. And then I was like, no, you know what? I don't want to see any more trailers. Right. And, and so and let me explain to you people. Every time <laughs> there was like a commercial, a new commercial for Black Panther, whether it was like a commercial for the actual movie or a commercial tie-in with Lexus or whatever <laughs> promos for Black Panther. She would, like, leave the room. She would cover up her ears whenever something came on television because she didn't want to be spoiled at all with any new difficult. information. It was very difficult this last <laughs> few weeks. But, you know, it was easy, actually, after a while because I realized, like, I'm not going to remember what I heard, so I, I didn't really, like, need to mute the TV. I just needed to not see the TV, so I just would put my phone up in front of my or just look away. But see, that's, that's the difference <laughs> between you and me. Because with me, like, 
I I tend to like really analyze things. So if I get any other tidbit of information, like in a, in a commercial or something for like a movie, uh-huh. even if I even taken out of context, uh-huh. my brain will process it. And when I'm watching the actual movie, you know those memories come back, mm-hmm. you know, come to mm-hmm. the forefront again. Mm-hmm. So if there's a particular scene I see, even if it's taken out of context in a, in a commercial. Mm-hmm. Once the movie starts, like, I'll remember that scene, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is what's going to happen. And then I can <laughs> kind of predict what's going to happen. So, you know, that kind of takes away from the enjoyment as well. So that's why I'm starting to t- tend to, like, roll back some of my, you So know, you do, you try to do Right, I'm trying to do you. I, I try not to re- yeah, watch too many previews as... or behind the scenes or interviews or articles. Because most people will read that kind of stuff and... It was just out of sight, out of mind. They'll completely forget that they read it or they saw something on television. Yeah. My mind will retain it. And yeah. then when it pops up, like, in the movie, then I know, like, oh, yeah, the next scene is going to be this one because, logically, that makes sense based on what I already mm-hmm. saw, that to that two-second snippet. Yeah. I mean, it just depends on the movie and the advertising for it. Obviously, with this and, you know, a lot of Marvel movies, like, they advertise the hell out of everything. So, it's like, every five seconds, it was like a Black Panther <laughs> um, trailer coming on. So... You know, I just didn't want to feel like go. I didn't. I didn't want to get to the movie and feel like I saw the movie because you know some some movies with their with their marketing and whatnot, like they they can just make you feel like you've seen the movie by the time you actually see the movie. So yeah, right. I had I had to stop. I was like, no, they're gonna, and they really, I and mean, we can talk about that later too. Like they they wow, advertising for Ooh. this was just crazy. Yeah, and we don't have to talk about it. We just talk about it now. Well, we can talk about it now. <laughs> well, I thought you wanted to put in your thoughts first. No, we can no, go, we no, go we right into go it. Right in. All yeah. right, fine. No, I mean, they did a really good job um, of advertising the movie, and I was really happy about that because yeah, like they I, do it for all their other movies. I, you you know, got to give and, them props as far as Marvel and Disney is concerned. Like They yeah. really put their foot into the advertising. Yeah. I mean, the reports are it's a $200 million budget for the movie uh-huh. and $150 million in advertising. Oh, wow. Which is like a grip of money. so much money. But it was well (laughs) worth it because it looks like they're going to make all that money back in the first like week and a half. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I'm glad they actually put their marketing muscle behind it because they they, not only did they plaster it with, you know, plaster television with all these ads and Mm -hmm. all these marketing tie-ins, you know, they they did a lot of the, the little previews where... They say, you know, during the football game, the college football championship, you know, a special preview of Black Panther. And they did all these screenings where they they did a lot of screenings with influencers, which was good. Like they did screenings with all these, you know, black celebrities, Mm -hmm. black bloggers, Twitter personalities. Like they they really did a lot of influencer uh, screenings, which really helped for word of mouth where it got people to, you know, tweet and talk about it once the embargo was lifted, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, on social media, on talking about the, sh- the movie in detail, and then uh-huh. it just it just ramped up the hype. You right. know, everyone was like, "Yo, we got to go see this because," yeah. and that was before there was anything really solid. It, it, yeah. I mean, before regular folks could see it, and it's like, "Wow, all these people are seeing this great, 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 great." And mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's something they had planned from the beginning, mm-hmm. or once they saw, once the studio saw the cut that. Ryan Coogler delivered to them, and mm-hmm. they said, "We got something special on our hands. We're mm-hmm. going to go the extra mile. Who knows?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they um, they definitely did a good job. It was everywhere, and like you said earlier, the the tie in with Lexus that they did, like, um, yeah, I didn't I didn't expect that. That was that was interesting. Um, 
I don't know if they've done that with other movies. Yeah. They've tied, yeah, they have, they're, right? They're yeah. tied in with, like, Avengers and... There's been so many now Avengers at this point. Avengers yeah. I remember. But, yeah, like, they, they did a really good job. So it was everywhere, and, I mean, I ha- <laughs> as much as I, I, I liked the movie and couldn't wait to see it, I was, I was getting a little tired of it. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait till this movie comes out. Because I just wanted to see it. I was just... I was just tired of trying to run away from the ads. Um, but anyway, so, yes. So what did you think of the movie, though? Let's get back to that. What did you think? Tell me. I enjoyed the movie. Um, I thought it was good. I am, I am not going to overstate it, though. I'm not going to call it life-changing or life-affirming. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it was good. I, I would say it's definitely, in my opinion, the best quote unquote origin movie for the Marvel Cinematic Universe as sure. in the first solo movie. Yeah. You know, Black Panther was in the Captain America Civil War, so that was his first appearance. So it's not technically his first appearance, but it's his first solo movie. And I, I say that it's probably better than all the other origin solo movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's the best Marvel movie. My favorite is still uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. That was just such an excellent movie from top to bottom um mm-hmm. as far as the you know the political intrigue and 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 and, and suspense yeah. style in which they they made that movie like a 70s suspense movie and it got robert redford in it i mean come on did you ever think you see robert redford in like a, <laughs> a movie like this so right right uh, to me it's not as good as winter soldier but it's right up there in the top five i think along with mm-hmm. um i would say Civil War, mm-hmm. um, and also Thor, Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Like, those are all, like, kind of on, on the same level. So, if, like, yeah. to me, Winter Soldier is, like, one. And then, like, I, I would say Civil War, Black Panther, and Ragnarok are, like, 1A. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're really close. But mm-hmm. Winter Soldier is my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. But I, I did like I, I do think it was special in the sense that it really did discuss and do a lot of things differently than other typical marvel movies as far as a lot of the subtext mm-hmm. um a lot of the 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 metaphors and allegory uh that were present in the movie it, it went a little bit deeper mm-hmm. uh, especially culturally uh where it really talked about things that affected a particular group of people namely um black folks <laughs> right in this in this country and abroad and so in that sense it was it was it was special because none of the other movies even t- touched anything like that like mm-hmm. it's some it's a miracle and you know it's testament to the to the faith that disney and marvel had in ryan coogler mm-hmm. like you know we just talked about how they you know they put all this money behind it as far as advertising but the faith that they had in him to let him do what he wanted mm-hmm. i mean typically right. these these marvel movies are they're they're kind of corporate driven like they they, yeah. they have things they shoot them a certain way they use certain crews film crews and they have them written a certain way, and you know you have to follow kind of like the corporate line because they have this bigger picture. Mm-hmm. You know, basically you have to play your role, play your play your position. Right. But this movie kind of went outside of that, which was surprising considering how much investment. And they said, you know what, we like where you're going with this. You're talking about things that are very particular to a particular set of people mm-hmm. uh, and, and the audience. You're going deeper than you know what these other films usually do, and we're cool with it. And you know, props to them for letting him do it. I mean, let's be honest, these movies, these companies, studios, they're not charity groups. I mean, right. 
like I said, I mean, the estimates and the reports are two hundred million dollar budget, which but it's always more than whatever they whatever mm-hmm. they report. Yeah, and one hundred fifty million dollars in advertising. I mean, they're they're spending darn near, you know, a, definitely a third of a billion dollars mm-hmm. putting it on one man's shoulders, thirty one year old guy. Mm-hmm. That takes some faith. Yeah. You know? So I give Disney props for that. So in that sense, I really like that they put the faith behind him mm-hmm. in, in making this movie. Yeah, I um, I was gonna talk about the, the mood of the movie, like you, uh, like you were kind of saying about like, um, you know, it was a different, it was a different take, you know, on on a Marvel film, you know, which is what a lot of people have said, you know, it's it's not your typical Marvel film. It's not like cut from that same cloth, which is why I was kind of initially like, oh. This is different. This is not like what I thought it was going to be. And and I kind of had to change my mindset about it. Um, because again, I didn't think it was bad, you know, but it was like, I just felt like I, I missed something, you know, I was missing something from it. So then, you know, I kind of had to change my mindset and, and I started reading um, reviews. I didn't read any reviews before, you know, obviously if I was avoiding ads, I wasn't reading any reviews either. Um, so when I finally started reading reviews, um, you know, I just read like a few reviews um, and, you know, they really summed up well, like the mood and the tone of the movie. And I was like, yeah, like, and just hearing everybody, you know, just reading like on Twitter and stuff, um, people's reactions to it and things that they pulled out from the movie. It, it made me kind of like really soften to like what the movie was because like I said, I didn't go in there like expecting what I got. And so I was like, yeah, like it, it really is for the culture. It was like a movie for the culture. And I, and I thought about how great it was for people who aren't into Marvel, like who don't go see Marvel movies um, or maybe they've seen one or two. So they don't really know the whole connection and the whole universe. Mm-hmm. I was like this, he he did a Marvel movie, but for I think for also people who who don't typically see Marvel movies, and like I think if you aren't into Marvel, you you probably well, you're probably not gonna go see one, but like you might go see one here or there if you see like a commercial and think oh this looks cool, you know like action or you know something might pull you in to go see one, right? But I think he did this movie for those people who who don't like typically go see like Marvel who haven't seen all of the Marvel, you know, movies and, and know the whole universe and understand like the connection that Black Panther has to like everybody else and, you know, all that stuff. So anyway. I think that's a good point. Yeah. I think that he made the movie accessible. It was written in such a way where you, you need to know foreknowledge of the characters really. Right. I mean, because we because he explained well. Right. You know, he did such a good job in the beginning of explaining everything. Explaining I mean, it, we yeah. mentioned how Black Panther actually premiered in, in Captain America: Civil War, mm-hmm. but you didn't you didn't have to see that to get right. this movie because you know they kind of explained what happened. You know, he, through through scenes, you, right. know, you learned that his father was killed, and mm-hmm. you know now he's going to become king. So I mean, that's pretty much the gist. That's all right. you really that's all you really need, to, need know. to know. Yeah, and then you get more backstory of like how the Black Panther came to be. Um, in Wakanda and how Wakanda came, you know, what their whole history is. So it was really good, like, you know, to, you know, obviously for Marvel fans to like, okay, we've seen him in Civil, not Civil War. Civil War? No. Black Panther was in Civil War. 
Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Because I've been watching too many like things. I know. <laughs> like, I, keep getting, I, I, I keep getting confused. I was talking to somebody today about Civil War and and Winter Soldier. And, yes. And, and, I, and I kept I kept referring to Civil War as Winter Soldier when I actually meant like Civil War. But I kept saying Winter Soldier yeah. for whatever reason. It's you know what it you know what it is. It's Bucky. I blame Bucky because Bucky because seeing him in both like. And seeing how he is still kind of like wonky, yeah. So I get them confused. Um, but anyway, yes. Yeah, so you know when you see Black Panther in um, Civil War, yes. Like I just lost my train of thought. What I was saying, but yeah, you don't need to have any backstory um, going into Black Panther. But it was oh, I was gonna say yeah, it's good for others you know who are into marvel and 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 go see all the movies and all that stuff like to get this origin story so it was like good the movie was great for for everybody really um so yeah but um as far as what i liked um about the movie like getting more into that uh like i was saying the mood of the movie the tone of the movie it was just cool i mean it was just different because uh, and people, I, I read some of the reviews that talked about this too, and I was like, yeah, like Chadwick, like um, as T'Challa, like really just was, he was not like your typical, he's not your typical superhero. Like he's like, he like really cares about people. I mean, I guess you can kind of say like Captain America really cares about people, but like, but you know, he's obviously very different from like Tony Stark, very different from Iron Man. Like, you know, um, I don't know. He just seems like very chill and cool, but very caring. And I don't know. He's just like, he really seems like he is there to fight the good fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, but I thought that was good because like you need, you know, you need all kinds of different people in this universe. So it, it, it was like nice. Why are you smiling? I was thinking. Like a Cheshire cat. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, basically. You know, T'Challa was like Ralph Tresvant. It's like you need a man <laughs> with sensitivity. He was like Ralph Tresvant. <laughs> a man like T'Challa. Because there, oh. <laughs> there isn't anybody like that. If you think about it, I mean, I don't think there's anybody like that. He's I mean, the sensitive superhero. Yes. Yeah, because I mean, if you go even outside, like you can talk about Ant Man, you talk about Deadpool. Like everybody is so different. Like when you think of all the main, you know, right. Thor, Hulk, like you know. Everybody is so different. So this is like his character is so it's cool well, to see. I saw, saw some people um, make the uh, comparison that he was the opposite of Killmonger and mm. he was the anti toxic masculinity. Mm. Um, like you know buzzwords that people like to throw around. <laughs> toxic masculinity. Yes, yeah, I just he, saw that. He was the opposite of, of Killmonger. Mm -hmm. Killmonger embodied. Mm -hmm. the uh, the epitome of toxic masculinity and then T'Challa was more like the polar opposite and mm -hmm. how he handled his affairs and surrounded mm -hmm. himself by women, women. and treated mm -hmm. him treated them with respect mm -hmm. yada 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 yeah yeah very different so I mean I loved all that like um yeah the characters really set the tone the mood the mood I keep saying the mood the vibe of the movie um you know the next thing yes the women um talking about that i mean every woman in the movie was so strong like even like i mean from the eldest to the youngest who i assume was shuri his sister but like everybody was just so strong and everybody you know i just i just liked all the personalities um 
of everybody of all the women in the movie and um yeah and he really he he really what is like what his father said like you know trust you know surround yourself with people you trust and it was and I didn't think about that at first and until again I read some reviews um that like yeah like he ended up surrounding himself with all women you know I mean with the exception of um his one friend uh okabi who then turned on him <laughs> um well let's let's but i mean let's be real i mean can we really blame Wakabi? i mean after all that he went through dealing with you know his girlfriend and the parents out there at the at the summer house that <laughs> i mean you have to admit man my man went through a lot yo and i would be a little bit on edge and a little bit quick to to anger as well if I if I went through all that. So let's not blame Wakabi for all that. I mean, he he did, he went through a lot to get out. He, he did. He got he, out. He got out. And he made his way to Wakanda. <laughs> and he says, I, I need know. to be with my people. That's what I need. He did. He went from one extreme to the next. I mean, that is having your girlfriend and her family try to murder you will definitely swing you the other way when it comes Turn to your you into disposition and how you treat brainwashed. people. Brainwashed. <laughs> My gosh. So I'm not went... even mad at him. But really, though. For real, though. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the women were awesome. Like, um, the army awesome like i was reading a little bit of you know kind of some i was reading some articles about like you know kind of all the inspiration for the movie mainly like the costumes and stuff and Mm -hmm. that was awesome that was great um and then finally came across something that you know was talking about like you know how the um women army was inspired how they were inspired so yeah i mean i just i feel like in general like they just really I mean, from what I can tell, like they just did their due diligence with this movie. Yeah, you know, they did their research. They 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 just really put in some work to make this look like, you know, this is this is the story. Like I believe it. Like I feel like so many people probably want Wakanda to be real because it just comes across as like a real country. Like and and going awesome. back to what you were saying about women, mm-hmm. I want to talk about that for a little bit with the and this movie clearly without a doubt is the the Marvel movie that did the most and was was best done the best job of portraying women within this comic book universe. Yeah. I mean, when you compare it to the other movies, I mean, Iron Man had Pepper who was pretty much like a damsel in distress for yeah, three movies. Yeah. <laughs> in Avengers, I mean, there's Black Widow, but she's only the one woman in like a movie full of guys. Thor movies had Natalie Portman's character, another damsel in distress. Mm -hmm. But when it came to Black Panther, Ryan Coogler and his writing partner, they wrote, like you said, strong women who Mm -hmm. weren't damsels in distress. They were Mm -hmm. were integral to the plot. They were integral to, um, you know, helping the protagonist in a way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to be... Honest, when especially when you think about like you know you mentioned the army, the the Dora Milaje, I'm like you know what they put the the Themyscarians and Wonder Woman to shame. You know like you know people, you know it's a big deal about Wonder Woman. It's like oh Wonder Woman, we got this you know all these women, but mm-hmm. then when the cast photos came out, people were complaining about 
where's the color? Where's the representation mm, on these women? Yeah. And then the filmmakers assured us, like, no, 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 there's women of color. Like, no. Like, once the actual movie came out, you see there are a couple here and there, but they mm-hmm. had no lines. They had no, yeah, they lines. no influence on the movie at all. So mm-hmm. to see, like, this movie with these, the portrayal of women and, like I said, the Dora Milaje, like, mm-hmm. these women, like, this is awesome. You know, mm-hmm. you get to see these women who have a sense of duty and honor and love mm-hmm. and compassion for their country and for their fellow countrymen and mm-hmm. and and just people in general mm-hmm. and they're they're fully well-rounded characters i have to say though as a slight critique though i do feel that in wonder woman the the fighting was better like you didn't really get to see the dora milage like really fight like, yeah the fighting it got kind of lost in that last battle scene like it got like kind of I don't know. It would have been cool if they like really showcased them, like other than standing or about to attack. Well, they had like, the, the yeah. I I agree. The only major yeah action scene with the Dora Milaje as a whole as a unit was at the end when the yeah. climax of the movie. Yeah. Um, when they were battling with you know Wakabi's men tribe. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, no, but I'm saying that there was the scene where they. You know, there was three of them going up against Killmonger, so that was an opportunity. Yeah, that, was that was a good scene yeah, where you could cool. see them fight and see them working in tandem at, and as a team. Yeah. But I mean, to your to your larger point about the action, as one thing I would say is a you know a critique of this film was some of the the fight scenes could have been a lot better in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. And I hope people don't think, oh no, he's just ragging on Ryan Coogler. Like, no, no, he's a great director. Um, but shooting like fight scenes and action scenes are particularly challenging. Especially yeah. when you're doing like a big budget movie because there's a lot going on. Yeah. And with when with some of the fight scenes, and yes, I know he directed Creed, but it's a different type of fighting before <laughs> anyone tries to criticize my point. Um like you know, a lot of the, the the some of the fight scenes were really tough to get a grasp on what was going on. Just yeah, because I felt like some of the camera was lost. in too tight. He was yeah. doing like a handheld camera situation for some of the scenes, and it was mm-hmm. too too frenetic and chaotic that you couldn't make out who was landing blows. Yeah. You know what was going on. Yeah, and you know, I would have I would have wanted a little bit. You know, I guess tighter. A, a, a more polished fight scene situation, mm-hmm. and and that, and, but but that wasn't in, in all the fight scenes. I mean, that was that, no, it wasn't in everything. Like the casino scene was really good. Was like, really good. That yeah. one was a much better shot scene than I than I would say the the, the opening scene where he's fighting against the uh, you know the guys who who are kidnapping the women. Mm-hmm, yeah, that one yeah. was was poorly shot. Yeah, I mean, that was hard to see. I couldn't. Like, I mean, I understand tell. it was supposed to be nighttime, but I really felt like that could have been. There's plenty a better of movies shot with scene. nighttime fight scenes that you can right. see better. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. If anything, like, yeah, I guess like the standard, or not the standard, but the the one movie that you know you can go back to that is awesome in terms of like fight scenes and action and stuff is, is Winter Soldier as far as a Marvel movie goes, you know. Um, well, Winter Soldier and, I mean, let's be honest, Civil, Civil War. Civil War, like yeah, the, of the, course. The, yeah, the, the action sequences of Civil, Civil War, War, especially, you know, when when Black Panther first comes on the scene oh, and he's yeah. chasing after Bucky and Captain America. Yeah, and man. If, if, if 
Black Panther had more scenes like that that were shot like that. Yeah. Then it might be the perfect movie because those yeah. scenes were really, really shot well. Yeah, I mean, looking at um, yeah, Civil War when yeah, all those fight scenes, I was like, man, I feel like his fight scenes in this movie were like way better than in his own movie. Like he was just like, I don't know what it was. They were just choreographed really, really well, and they were tight and they were sweet. Like I was waiting for something sweet to happen. Like. I mean, the biggest thing that was sweet, like a cool stunt was like, you know, him like flipping, what was it, like onto the car? Yeah, he was in a car and the car flipped and he jumped off and then landed back Yeah, back it was on when that car. one car like, yeah, blew up or whatever it did, like crashed. Yeah, like the truck that was, yeah. Like that was probably the coolest thing and we all, and everybody saw that in the trailer. Like the trailer, that sequence was like cool and I just wanted something else <laughs> I just wanted more cool so I, I just love cool action scenes and stunts like that and I mean and it, and it only takes one thing to really for me to hook me and you know Winter Soldier I mean that motorcycle scene when Bucky right. like steals yeah. that motor oh my gosh like that well, yes. is takes the, the motorcycle flips it, around flips it around in one motion and goes the other direction I mean just and and again um, you know, just the running in that. Well, that wasn't Winter Soldier. Was it? Yeah, it was Winter Soldier. See, now I'm getting them fixed no, no, up. Civil War. Civil War. Civil War is a little more like a scene. Yeah, Civil War when he's running, you're right. And they're all... The running in that alone yeah. is exciting. You know what I'm saying? Like, there there just needed to be little pieces of that that just really... I, I didn't feel like the action... The casino scene was good. Um, Okoye's fight scene um, was awesome. She throws the wig. I mean, that was dope. Like her scenes were dope. Um, yeah, like I just need, I just needed more action. I just needed a little bit more action because you know, again, like I'm, I'm sitting up here expecting like kind of the typical Marvel movie with right. all the action and the blowing up stuff and you know so i was like looking for that so yeah and you know when you compare it to like you know civil war um you know i was just like dang he he kind of black panther kind of had like some better like uh stunts in in that than he did in his own movie and that kind of was like and but, i think that's a i think that's yeah. a, a byproduct or result of the directors of civil war um they're the same guys mm -hmm. who did uh, when a soldier ah. having that experience well, of yeah. doing the previous movie and yeah. having more experience, experience. doing action than than Ryan right. Coogler, this is, I mean, let's mm -hmm. let's remember this is only his third feature overall. Right, so it's not gonna be <laughs> it's not gonna be perfect. And right. I told and what he did with the movie was still it, it was still amazing. I'm just saying for me personally, um, yeah, those were the things I was looking for, and um, you know they were there. I just wanted more because <laughs> that's no, just yeah, like I, I agree. what I like out of Marvel movies um and that's what i kind of expect you know that they're going to do some cool stuff they're going to do some cool stunts and it's going to be just chock full of that stuff and um and there's going to be some comedy in there somewhere you know some funny one-liners and all that stuff so yeah this was just something different and like i said i had to take my mind out of that mode you know after thinking about it thinking about it thinking about it and i was like okay this just wasn't what I expected. And that's okay. It still was a great movie. And I still, you know, thinking about all these things that people are bringing up in reviews and stuff. I'm like, this, this movie, it, it just, it, I appreciate it. You know, again, like, I'm like, yeah, this was a movie that like so many people can enjoy and, and just, you know, every, it was cute. Like people were taking, you know, their children to see it and stuff. There was a little boy when we went to go see it, there was a little boy dressed up as Black Panther and he was so cute. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's, so I feel really good. Like it's, I, I almost feel like it's kind of like this movie, like 
for your for your soul. Yeah, it's so, a yeah, it's cultural event. It, it is. It was events. I love that people were buying out theaters and taking school, you know, like whole classes to go see it and stuff. And well, we, can we talk about that for a second? Okay, yes, we can talk about that. Um, I had no idea what to expect from this movie, obviously, until I saw it, mm-hmm. and I am not quite surprised, but I'm slightly surprised at how quote unquote violent it was. Mm, considering yeah, the type of, of movie kills yeah and 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 to be clear it's not like you know people are you know there wasn't much blood it was more blood as like someone's face got cut and you can see like the blood mm-hmm. and it wasn't people's like heads are getting cut off or anything like that right, right. but there was a lot of gunplay a lot of boom 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 gunplay yeah. and a lot of you know people few people got stabbed you know things right. like that yeah and i and I, you know I just found it interesting because I, I went to see it twice. I saw it with you and our friends mm-hmm. on Saturday, but then I went a second time by myself to watch it in IMAX. And when I went to the theater to watch it in IMAX, there were a lot of young kids. They're like mm. really young. Like mm. one was like a one year old because a woman was like holding the baby. Mm. Then it was like, you know, three and four year olds, like tiny little kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there thinking, you know what? This might not be appropriate for like a three yeah. or four year old, you know. I mean, I, I understand also, you know, older kids, you know, you want to see take the eight year olds and nine year olds, and yeah. you know, they get inspired by all the unmitigated, unapologetic uh, blackness that was on display. Right, right. But when it came to like three and four year olds, I was like, eh, a little bit violent. It was for, a little violent yeah. for a three or four year old, and I'm just surprised to see how many younger, younger, younger kids who are mm-hmm. just you know, wearing pull-ups <laughs> that are that were at yeah. the movie theater. Well, some of them aren't going to even know what's going on, so that's one thing. But yeah, I, when you get into that, like, I guess four, definitely five and up, you know, kind of five in between five and like eight, nine, you know, it's, yeah, there's definitely somewhere in there where it's kind of like, this might be a little bit too violent. I mean, it's PG-13, so it technically isn't really for anybody under 13 according right. to the rating yes you know so yeah i mean and all the marvel movies have some violence to an extent um obviously but yeah like this one was more yeah uh, it, it was more than what i expected well, also it was noticeable i guess when i saw all the kids that were at the theater like we've seen yeah. all the marvel movies and we've and seen usually, most of them in theaters yeah and when we went it was never like four-year-olds yeah five-year-olds five year olds. yeah right. it's usually so, not little kids yeah, it's, it's usually like 11 12 maybe at the yeah, young, and I, I mean maybe maybe eight nine but you know it, it definitely was older right. kid that you can take home and explain what you need to if you need to and and you you know whatever you right, can have so, a conversation i'll put it like that i guess when it's yeah with the other movies even though they might have had the same level of gunplay and things like mm-hmm. that but they were i then again i didn't see younger kids going to those movies but right. this was a little bit different because like so many young kids and it was just a little it was just a little weird to see i mean i i could care less because they're not my kids but yeah i, <laughs> I mean just, people uh, yo you know do do for the culture i mean it's funny you know um the actress uh yaya DaCosta. um what is that show she's on Chicago Med, mm-hmm. um also from america's next top model back in the day uh, Yaya actually posted on her Instagram that um, she posted a cute little video of her and her son. She has a young son. He looks like he's about three or so and he's like dressed up and whatever. And she wrote a note saying she was like, parents, like this isn't for young kids. But then she kind of quantified it saying like, however, 
I know this is like a movie that a lot of kids want to see. And so you got to do you as a parent, like you, you know, your child, you know what they can and cannot handle. So, you know, she, she wrote what was a good note. Like, you know, so I would say that too. Like, yeah, like if you know, your kid might be a little bit, <laughs> I don't want to say traumatized, but a little bit shaken by some of the violence. Yeah, you may not, you know, if they're sensitive to that. And, and I would hope most kids are sensitive to violence. I hope no kid is desensitized to violence. But oh, I was you know desensitized what I'm saying? when I was a kid. I mean, I saw Nightmare on Elm Street when I was eight. Yeah, you saw the, some stuff. The original. I, I definitely was not seeing stuff when I was too young to see them. <laughs> I was My parents didn't didn't allow that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Sounds anyway. Sounds like you had a de- deprived childhood then. I was deprived. I mean, I didn't see a lot of things until I was like... In college, I feel like. Well, I saw like a lot almost of stuff, college. And I think I turned out okay. Yeah. But I did have, I was really afraid for Nightmare on Elm Street, though. It didn't give mm. me nightmares, mm. but I was afraid to go to sleep. <laughs> well, that's for like, enough. For like a few days after I watched it. <laughs> See? So. Yeah, I, yeah, well, I wouldn't have been trying to watch any of that because I've never liked horror movies like that anyway. So, but yeah, so. Yeah, it, the the kid thing is like yeah, it's like I get like you want them to see it, but then at the same time it's like kind of yeah maybe preview it first because yeah I mean that first I wouldn't say first scene but I mean when Killmonger Killmonger shows up I mean he they knock out a few dudes immediately and I was like in the first I don't know twenty minutes of the movie or so I mean right. it was early er, early on in the movie I can't remember exactly but yeah and I and I didn't yeah I didn't expect that either but you know it wasn't you know, cutting heads off and stuff. <laughs> so, but still, uh, violence is violence. So, um, so what did you, what did you think? You mentioned Killmonger. Mm-hmm. What did you think of his character, his role, his, mm. his worldview? I was going to talk about that too. I was going to bring that up. Good, good job. Um, I, you know, he was an interesting villain. Like he definitely, I mean, a lot of people feel like he's like the best villain, like according to some reviews, but um, yeah, he was just, he's just a different, uh, he's a villain with a unique, well, I want to say if it's really unique, but he is not the typical backstory of a villain. Like you got all these, like, you know, I mean, I don't know all the comic book world of Marvel in terms of every villain but you know from what i see on film you know you've got all these like kind of like alien intergalactic type of villains you know you got thanos and who's gonna you know i guess he's the ultimate villain but then you had like ultron and who else have we had like you know everybody is kind of like an alien or a bot or yeah Loki. Oh well, there's Loki, right? Of course, Loki. Yeah, Um, but he's kind of been back and forth. (laughs) Yeah, like every villain was like, I feel like, and before this movie was like the typical villain trope you would find either in action movies or in comic book movies, where you know someone just wants to conquer the world, or yeah, or you have the enemy within with Winter Soldier, where it's like you know the the villain was actually the you know those within S.H.I.E.L.D. who wanted to control right, everything to yeah. in their mind, stop mm-hmm. the world. And yeah, Killmonger was definitely a different kind of villain with, with motivations that were ran much deeper and more complicated yeah, than I mean, you it typically was, see. It, it was like the villain that really like hit home. But it hit home for like a certain kind of people. I mean, like, you know, the whole movie obviously just spoke to, you know, 
black people and you know it was just this large message if you will about you know the oppression and the struggles that we have gone through as black people and and you've got people in the movie killmonger you've got nakia you know you've got t'challa they all want to do something about it but they all want to do something about it you know in different ways they want to help people in different ways and and before they didn't want to help kind of didn't want to help people but then you know this change of like wanting to help people but like how do we help people you know so killmonger is like we need to take up arms <laughs> and like i mean he fight the oppressor about it. he was like the the freaking mm-hmm. uh nat turner of the yeah of the, of the of the movie he was like yo we are going to take it take the take the action to those colonizers and you know what's funny <laughs> right part of me was like can we see that happen i just wanted to see what that was gonna happen like how they were how they could have played that out. i was just like how is this gonna actually like how is he gonna accomplish this for real like i kind of wanted to see it happen I wonder if that's in the four-hour-long cut that they they had um, right before they cut down this. I'm dying to know what they cut out of this movie. But yes, like his motivations, um, you know, were just different. You know, it was it was it was not worldwide domination. It was it was really uh, in a way it was well, because yeah. like he wanted. I mean, his idea was there are people people like us. As he's as he's saying to T'Challa, you know, our people are suffering around this world, black people, brown well, yeah, people. Yeah, and we that, yeah. have the tools to help them, you know, overcome the, this oppression. And as part of that, give them weapons. And as part of that, then, you know, ba- you know, from his father, who his father who made the same points to uh, mm-hmm. T'Chaka, mm-hmm. the previous king is like, you know, we can have Wakanda can rule. You know, in a sense, like we can yeah. we can rule the world with yeah, the Wakandan so. values that we've had for generations. Mm-hmm. So in a way, it, it was kind of like, yeah, we still kind of want to take over, but but we're feeling we're righteous in taking over. Like we're gonna do a yeah. we're gonna do a good job. You know, it's funny because even though he was saying that, and it's see, it's helpful for you seeing the movie twice because yeah, okay. I didn't really like think of I didn't think of it that way. I guess I kind of thought when he said meant when he said world. I guess I kept thinking like. The United States, <laughs> like just you know where there really are black people, um, not so much like worldwide. Um, but anyway, yes, I guess in 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 thinking about it, like he wanted, yeah, this kind of, yeah, he wanted to be able to rise up around the world. Um, wanted people, you know, who have been oppressed to to rise up using like Wakanda's you know, weapon, weapons and technology and everything. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it didn't, it didn't feel like, you know, even though that's what he said, it didn't feel like he meant that, like, you know, like the other villains in comparison to other villains, it just felt more like he had like a personal, like goal with a certain group of people, you know what I'm saying? Not so much like, I don't know. I feel like the other villains just want to like destroy Earth. <laughs> like well, yeah. you know, I mean, it's kind of like he had multiple. He had a personal grudge and vendetta that he was trying to settle, as well as I mean, well, yeah, there's that. Essentially, yeah. he's trying to kill two birds with one stone. He's like, yeah, I <laughs> yeah, want right. you know get back to my country where I should be, take revenge on the people who turned their backs on my father, right? And also with you know taking some of his father's militant teachings and. 
and things like that decided, oh yeah, and, and on top of that, I want to like arm our people around the world and we're going to overthrow these oppressors. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he had a lot of motivations going on mm-hmm. um, on why he did the things he did. What did you think of him as a villain? Uh, I agree. He was essentially, you know, I, I would say that he was, if you want to do a comparison to another Marvel property, he was like Magneto. So he's kind of like Magneto mm. to T'Challa's Xavier and 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 uh, Professor Xavier in a way where, you know, he want they kind of want the same things to a to a degree, not completely, mm-hmm. and but they had completely different ways of achieving yeah. it, obviously. And, right. and Killmonger was like, I mean, he was about that action, boss. Like he was <laughs> he was real yeah. with it. He was like. You know, instead of platitudes and just making statements and and doing you know passive things to maybe help folks, mm-hmm. he's like, yo, we, we need to be proactive and take the fight to them, and I'm going to do what it takes to accomplish that. And 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 and, and what accomplish that to accomplish that, he ended up killing like a lot of people, and mm-hmm. you know, tried to yeah, kill other folks. So it's like he had good. I, I guess I want to say good motivations, but he had interesting motivations that one can find some merit in. Mm-hmm. But his execution was all off just because of I guess his his moral center. I mean, he yeah. was a trained like special ops like soldier, right? And he killed a lot of people overseas in that position, mm-hmm. and you know that's what he's trained to do. So. He he basically he would not have been a good king. You know no, what I'm no, because he, his first thought would be to just kill people. Right. I mean he he's a he's a good counterbalance. Like if he was someone yeah. who you know, was a, as a counterbalance to a, a to a, a king that isn't I don't know homicidal. Right. Right. <laughs> then it would it would be nice. But for him to yeah. be the king, like nah, like nah, player, we we can't have you in control of stuff because you are going to go scorched earth on everyone. Right. Yeah. And it's just surprising, too, to me, for me, at the end of the movie, like, feeling kind of bad for him, you know? Like, I mean, was that, do you think that was the intent? I don't know if you felt bad for him, but, like, do you think that was an intent? Well, I don't know about it, the, 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 the um, I, I don't think that the, the, attend, the intention was to feel bad for him, mm-hmm. more like, empathize with him and mm-hmm. and understanding where he's coming from um and that, and that and that could be something going back to what you said about the four-hour cut <laughs> where that could be something that was left on a on the floor a cutting room floor is how he got to be who he was i mean yeah. we're, we're essentially left to read between the lines and, and figure out the way he is yeah but i mean a lot happened that was unseen on screen where they show him as a little boy his father dies yeah and then next thing you know we get like an information dump from you know um ross that says oh yeah this guy was a soldier he killed all these people this is what he does blah 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 without seeing okay but how did he become so militant and so get to that point why did he want to go into the military i guess and yeah why why was was he you know how did he become someone who's like i want to help our people you know it's kind of like implied that he's like that but there's no there was no real explanation on how he got there just showed him as a kid and the next thing you know he's like oh yeah i want to save all my people it's like "Hmm, how do we get from there to there i guess we have to assume that because of where he grew up right and and that's the implication i think did he even mention that was there a mention of that no i mean he didn't mention like anything oh like 
this is what I learned. This is my daddy told me. I learned this on the streets when I was by myself. Yeah, it was just like, yeah. he just said, this is my plan. We're going to help these people mm. without, you know, showing us how he got there. So that's, yeah. you know, that's something that could have been, you know, yeah. maybe hit the cutting room floor that they just didn't have time to. So, yeah. Speaking of that, there was a thing I read and you read it too about like them um, uh, deleting a scene between um, Okoye and what's his name? Wakabi. Um, because they were an item, apparently, which was just barely shown um, in the movie, but apparently they deleted a scene with those two. Um, after um, Killmonger became king and they were, you know, going back and forth about, you know, their positions, um, you know, with Killmonger being king and, you know, Yeah, that would have been stand. helpful. I mean, that that's definitely something I'm yeah. sure they cut because of time. Because yeah. Like, and I forgot until, like, honestly, until that moment in the end where, you know, Akwe stops the rhino yeah. Because the rhino knows her. Right. I completely forgot that her and Wakabi were an item. Yeah. I mean, I almost wish they had cut that out. You know what I'm saying? Like their relationship, like the, you just, because it was basically just an acknowledgement, you know, when she like pops up on the. Right. She says, hello, hello my, my king. king. Hello, my, my love. love. It was just like, oh, okay. Like, I almost wish they had cut that out if they weren't able to kind of like show us that. Because the, after that, they, I mean, they didn't show us that. I was expecting but I guess the thing is, more than that. in order to get that out, they would that would have required a reshoot, though, because mm. you know that was that scene was was pivotal for her explaining yeah, that explain. they found Claw, and you know he needed. And she was telling T'Challa, "Oh yeah, we they found." They could have just Claw. said, "My king, cut that part." <laughs> well, I guess yeah, <laughs> I guess they could have. Yeah, editing is awesome. <laughs> this is true. So yeah, I mean they could have just cut that little piece out. Um, where she acknowledges him. But yeah, um, I wish, yeah, they had, you know, um, shown more of that. But um, according to this article, it will probably be in the DVD um, of deleted scenes. So we might get to see that. Are you buying the DVD? I'm buying the DVD. Really? I think we need to own it. I have a soundtrack. Oh, I need to complete, you. I complete it. I haven't bought a DVD in years, but go for but it. But I think we need to up. buy this DVD for the culture. For the culture. <laughs> it's all for the culture <laughs> now. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, just thinking about some bits in the movie um, like that. And like you said, Killmonger's kind of a little bit more backstory. Like, yeah, it makes me wonder, like, uh, what else they cut out. But then I can kind of see maybe some other areas where they they cut down certain things for time and whatnot. So um, I guess we'll have to wait for that DVD. And uh, you know, what else is, is interesting? Uh -huh. We're talking about Killmonger and his philosophy. Uh -huh. uh, I was thinking about, you know, his whole worldview. A good thing about this movie, as opposed to some of the other Marvel movies is, you know, there wasn't like a sort of reset at the end where, you know, I, I feel like what happened in this movie has a lasting effect on the character and on this particular mm -hmm. like film franchise of Black Panther. Mm -hmm. And T'Challa was able to, with his extreme views, able to move... I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Killmonger, with his extreme views, was able to move T'Challa mm -hmm. towards a place where they will, you know, he will start doing more and being proactive to helping people. Right. I mean, Akia already mentioned it a couple of times in, in her scenes that you know, this is what I'm doing. I'm trying to help these people. We can help them. Right. These people need our help. 
and and T'Challa, in keeping with the tradition of the country that they've you know for thousands of years, is like you know our name you know besides Wakanda, we got the name of Paul, and this is between y'all. We just <laughs> we just stay out of the fray in all these world events. Mm-hmm. And Nakia mentioned them on a number of occasions. Hey, you know, we need to do something. And even though she was, you know, chirping in his in his ear about that, he kind of still didn't really do it right. until Killmonger came along and kind of pushed him in that direction. Mm-hmm. When it was like once Killmonger came along and, and 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 expressed what he wanted to do, that kind of I guess lit up a light bulb in T'Challa's head where mm-hmm. he's thinking, yeah, we probably should be doing more because. Especially in Killmonger's presence, like he realized, you know, he he did empathize with them because Killmonger was like a lost, a boy lost, you know, mm-hmm. black boy lost. He lost his family, he lost his his father. He wasn't able to, you know, the the, the family didn't bring him back to Wakanda. He wasn't brought into right. the fold. He was like left on his own. Right. So, I think the child was thinking like we need to do something about people like him. So. That was good in that sense. Like his presence in the film kind of pushed the main character into developing as a character, and then so now when the next movie comes along, where he's going to star in as, as the main character, it's not going to be like the first movie never happened. Right. You know, right. There's, there's implications that really show him how much he they change, they change yeah. and grow. Because you know, when you think about Iron Man one through three. I mean, how much can we say Tony Stark Tony really is, grew? Yeah, throughout? I don't know. <laughs> like he really, Tony Stark didn't really change until I guess Ultron mm-hmm. when he saw how bad things went with Ultron, and then when Civil War came along, he was like, "Yo, we can't do this anymore. We have to sign these accords. We have to be yeah. more responsible." Blah blah right. blah. But it took like four movies for Tony Stark to get there. Yeah. So it's nice <laughs> that Black Panther was able to show this growth as a character within yeah. one movie, and I think that was caused by Killmonger. And 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 I hope that was done on purpose. You know, I hope it wasn't just like a, a, a consequence of just trying to write it in a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope there was some thought behind that, because hopefully there will be another Black Panther. Do you think there will be another Black Panther? You know what? I am 110 percent sure <laughs> that there will be another Black Panther. Now, if there is another Black Panther, and we're pretty sure there will be, what would you like to see in it? What do you think it would be about? What would you like to see? Any thoughts? I, I have no idea. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not a comic book fan, and you know, I don't read these comic books. I haven't read comic books since I was in high school, so I'm not familiar with the, the what's been going on. What's been going on? Yeah, Black Panther and the canon and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I I have no idea what to expect. Maybe they'll bring Tanahasi on. To do something for the next one. Yeah, maybe. I mean, because be cool. he, you know, he's been writing the most recent Black Panther comic. Right. Um. I I really have no idea what what to expect, but I did think it was kind of interesting when we were talking about allegories and 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 um, metaphors and things like that. Hmm. Imagery. It's funny how this movie, the main plot of this movie, was essentially like a Black Civil War. It's like, mm. man, we finally get our own superhero movie. Of, and we got to be fighting <laughs> And we got to be fighting amongst each other. Like, <laughs> like yeah. some school days, you know, wannabes versus jigaboos type situation where people just fighting each other. Like, man, we I finally know. get a movie and we got the black on black crime. I know. You know? I th- yeah, I thought about that watching, yeah, like when we finally got to the battle. I mean, I thought about it before, but then like seeing the battle, 
And it's like, dang, like, what are we doing here? This is like messed up. This is not how, this is not how this works. It's not any of this works. And I think that's what Wakabi thought as well when he looked around and saw everyone fighting and he finally like right, yeah. knelt, you know, took a, took a knee and decided that, um, mm-hmm. you know, he was going to end the fighting with, you know, his men. I think it was like, he was like looking around like, man, like mm-hmm. we're fighting each other. Why? Why right. are we doing this? So in that, in that sense too, like it kind of surprised me then like how, you know, they killed off, is his name Claw? Ulysses Claw, yes. Okay. Claw, like, you know, how he was killed, you know, early on, you know, and, and Killmonger, you know, that whole thing went sour, I guess you'd say. Like, it, I really thought this was going to be the villain to the end. Because, again, I'm thinking of it as a typical Marvel movie. Right, you fight so that- the villain until the end. But this, I mean, and, and technically they did. But he wasn't, Killmonger wasn't the villain I thought they would just be fighting. I thought Clue would, Clue, call him Clue, Claw was going to be around. And so that was, that was really interesting that he was killed off and it was really about Killmonger. But is that, I guess that's how the comic books go. It's like I mean, they're both, they're both villains real, throughout the But isn't Killmonger like the, the real main villain or no? I, I don't think yeah. so. I just think there's lots of villains and, and, mm. and those two just happen to be villains and mm. Throughout various points in the run of the comic, yeah, Killmonger and Claw. Um, so yeah, they mm-hmm. put the okie doke on you. you. You're expecting Claw to kind of be the main villain, but mm-hmm. well, I know Killmonger was going to be a part of it, but I, I thought they'd both be there to the end. Yeah, but yeah, so that that was surprising. Um, um, and I know one thing I'm thinking, and I guess there is an explanation for it, but I feel like. Killmonger's plan was in a way a little convoluted. In a sense that I, I understand, like you know, because I keep thinking, why, why did he wait to kill Claw? So I guess he, you know, mm. the point was, I guess, you know, he, 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 he attacks. He's been trained to like, you know, make his move during points of transitions, of regimes, you know, the death of a monarch, elections, and things like that. So I can understand the timing in that sense. But why did they go through this whole exercise of? Going into that museum, stealing the artifact, mm-hmm. and all of that, just for Killmonger, just to kill Claw, because Claw, killing Claw was his way back into Wakanda. I understand that, because basically they weren't going to let him in or get even close to like Wakanda unless he could set, you know, prove to them, you know, give them a reason for him being there. You know, like when he met up with Wakabi and he had Claw's body. Mm-hmm. And then also the timing that he did it was because there was a transition with the king dying and T'Challa taking over. So I understand that. But I'm like, but why did he go through the exercise of doing this whole artifact thing? He didn't need that artifact. And, you know, why didn't he just kill Claw when he I had the chance? I thought it was a deal. I thought it was a deal because Claw wanted it so that he could sell it. And then he was going to promise because he had been to Wakanda. Because remember, he was telling people about how great Wakanda was. Claw yeah, was. Okay. And so I thought that it was a deal that he would take. Uh, Eric there and when that fell through like so you he, think, he was like no I'm not taking you and then he shot him okay well see did he say that makes sense but did the did, did Claw say or did they explain in the movie that he say he was going to take him to Wakanda I at think any it, point well no as but part of the deal? I don't think he said it in the beginning but it was it was said you know Eric was like you said you were going to take me like when they went well no, he didn't say know, I thought you were going to take me he said you can just drop or he just told what he was telling him but that so when he said that i assumed that there was a deal made that he was going to get him see that's another thing maybe that's something that was cut because it wasn't clear Mm. that 
that was the deal. Like I thought the okay. deal was he was gonna get paid because he's like, you know, you know, you're you, who's gonna get paid? Uh, Killmonger is gonna get paid after Claw sells it because Claw he was like, can mm. you sell it? He's like, it's already been sold, son. You know, and he's like, you, you, he said somebody you, you could, you're gonna be rich or something like that. Yeah. That's what Claw says to Killmonger. I think at one point you're gonna be rich. So. It wasn't explained, at least in the movie, that part of the deal was, oh, I'm going to take you to Wakanda. But even then, if if he needed Claw to take him to Wakanda, then how did he get to Wakanda after he killed Claw? I don't. That's a good question. Now that's a good question. That's why I, I don't, don't think that's part of the deal, I, and that's why I don't understand. Like, why did you wait until that point to kill Claw? Like, yeah. why did you, whenever you were setting up this whole, when you first met Claw? You're this bad super soldier, special ops guy. When you first met Claw, why didn't you just kill him then <laughs> and then take his body to Wakanda? Why did he have to go through this whole exercise of, oh, we're going to break into the museum, we're going to do this, we're going to do that? So that to me, that kind of didn't make any sense. To me, it felt like a little convoluted where the straight line was, just kill Claw when you see him, when you get the chance to kill him. And then also, mm-hmm. maybe I'm missing something, but how did... How did Killmonger fly from Korea to Central Africa in a Cessna? <laughs> I'm just saying that's like an in like an international flight of like I don't know I'm even I'm a guess at least ten thousand yeah, miles. Yeah, that yeah. Like how did he do that? Like because you know they were getting like a small little you know small engine plane. Yeah. When they were leaving, and the next thing you know. He parked the plane out in some plane, you know, in the field somewhere, <laughs> and he's dragging Claw's body to the border of Wakanda. And I'm like, so how did that plane travel all the way across the ocean? Yeah, they took a little that, liberty. That was that. yeah, that was something that struck me. I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I thought that was that was very uh, interesting as well. Yeah, I was trying to see like on Wikipedia if they have a little synopsis. Uh, to see if they talk about that. Um, you know, kills him, brings his body, he's brought before the. Let's see, eventually, yeah, they kind of like, like, yeah, they, they don't really, um, explain it either. Um, yeah, they don't really explain it either if that was a deal. Uh, trying to see, yeah. That I, I guess, yeah, I, I assumed it was a deal that they, they made because it was clear that Claw knew where Wakanda was and how to get into it. And, you know, here's the thing, too, you can even say, like, if it was hidden, and I, like, I'm assuming that, like, not any plane can just fly into Wakanda, that it has to be one of theirs, right? Yeah, one can assume that, I guess. So then again, how did he even get into land? Like, how did he even... Like, well, I don't think he landed into the to the part that's protected. It was outside, he, right? He, yeah, it was the, like where the, all the village... Yeah, all the yeah, people were villages yeah, and they're okay. putting up this front like they're a simple right, village. So right, he okay. landed outside of that. But yeah. like I said, I mean, if if I don't see how he did a claw if he still found his way after mm-hmm. he killed Claw. So that's kind of like a, a, a dropped plot point. Uh, maybe it's, it was never written, or maybe it was edited out for time. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. See, it's like yeah, those little things were probably edited out. I would assume so. Um, what did you think of? Or what? What did you? What do you think of the family? What did you think of Sherry, Ramonda, 
Uncle Zuri. <laughs> Uncle Zuri. Um, I thought the family was cool. Um, yeah, I mean, Zuri was hilarious, you know. Um, you know, I like that she had this, like, tech background. I thought that was cool. She wasn't, like, a fighter, you know. And um, so, but she, you know, developed all this cool. I mean, I mean, I guess we can all liken her to a Q, you know, James to James Bond. Like, you know, she was, like, showing him all this stuff. I oh, was like, so you oh, mean she's... James Bond Q, not, like, Omega Sci Fi Q, like the Jabari? No. Uh, what connection are you making? <laughs> the Jabari tribe? Is that what ooh, people ooh, are ooh, making? Ooh. Oh, yeah. They, you know, everyone's, like, already, like, you know, people have already uh, oh, there imparted was the thing, personalities yeah. of that they're the Qs and... <laughs> You know, each tribe was a different, different color, right? Represent a yeah. different, uh, different Black Greek organization. I swear, people look into things. I just, I just don't look into those things. Um, I miss all those things. I don't make those connections. Um, yeah, so I thought she was cool. I like that she had this like tech background. Um, like I said, and um, I, I kind of wish um, Angela Bassett had some more to do with it. I don't know. See, that's another thing. That may have I, been a, an editing yeah, thing. Yeah, it could have been, yeah. You don't, you don't bring Angela Bassett to this party yeah. and then not let her I, do something. I felt, yeah, like there was not enough of her. Yeah, I felt like there was not enough of her. Or Forrest, for that matter. Um, no, I think it was enough of Forrest. I think Forrest served for his, what he For what he was there for, sure. Yeah, I think yeah. he served his purpose for what he was there for. But, I, but then there... No, I will say there needed to be more Forrest because, like, I wish it was just more than him just kind of being, like, master of ceremonies for these traditions and, and tending to the flowers. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I wish she was more... Because he wasn't involved in the council, right? Like, when he went... When they go in, like, he wasn't part of that, yeah. was he? So that, no. So he that's, wasn't a part of that. So that's, that's his role. I mean, his role I mean, yeah, I mean, is to be the, the person who runs the... But he was, like, the priest or whatever. Like, I feel like he could have been more... I don't know. He could have he could have been involved more. Um, but that's just me. Um, yeah. I mean, I thought the family uh, was good. Uh, but there did seem to be, like... Yeah, just admit, like there's there could have been more, you know, to each of them, you know. So it could have been stuff that was cut out, you know. Yeah, I. I mean, I did get I did get a sense like when I left the movie, the you know before I really really started thinking about it, I did get the sense that there was just a lot of little pieces missing. That you know. And then, I, and sometimes it's like that with movies. Sometimes, like I like, I feel like it went by very fast, and so that's when I thought, like, oh, I feel like there's stuff missing. Like I wanted more. That's when I started thinking, like, yeah, I wish there was more action. I wish there was more, you know, to certain characters. You know, like I wish we had maybe gotten to see, like I said, more of Angela Bassett, even a little more of Nakia, more of Okoye. Uh, yeah, I just wish there was... You wanted more, 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 I did. more of everything. I did. Because I felt like the, the pieces that we got, I don't know, I'm just somebody, I like a little more background I, of people. I understand. I, but I just think so, it's tough considering the movie where... Yeah, they, it's they, like... I mean, the only character, the only character we knew about prior to this movie was Black Panther. Himself. Right, of course. So yeah. they had to introduce an entire film of characters. Yeah. They yeah. had to introduce... The world of Wakanda and explain what Wakanda is. It kind yeah, of explain uh, their technological advances. 
Yeah. And also they had to in- introduce the antagonists. They had to introduce Claw, Killmonger. They have to show their motivation. They have to show all the action scenes. They have to show, you know, they, they had yeah, a lot to a get lot through. So it's, it's really, it, I think it was just really tough. So I'm, I'm not yeah. going to hold that against them. You know, the only reason I say that is because, again, like, you know, just watching some of the other Marvel movies, like, you don't, you, there is a lot. I guess because like but also Marvel movies don't have as many characters. Think about they it. They don't have as many characters. True. Um, when you look individually, it's just yeah. Because um, I think this one just had a, a bigger cast and bigger yeah, characters it's just a to lot deal of people. with. Like you have a whole family to consider. You don't have just like Steve Rogers, or you don't just have like you know yeah Banner. I mean, every movie, yeah, had, like, every other Marvel movie had, like, maybe four characters. You know, like, mm-hmm. Iron Man was Iron Man, Rhodey, Pepper, and then, like, Hoppy yeah. is, is a mm-hmm. valet, chauffeur, assistant, and then the villain. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of, like, how yeah. all those Iron Man movies went. And then, you know, Thor is kind of, like, the same mm-hmm. way. So, I think, like, with this movie, there was just so many characters. So, that begs the question, did we need all these characters? Did we I, need all this to make this movie like this i think you i think you did if you wanted to have a you know show a fully realized world of of wakanda i think you needed to show you know that this is a it's because essentially it's it's a movie about in some parts in in some way an entire country the other movies are about the you know people, the really. individual little people yeah. in groups. So this is kind of about a, a country. So you mm-hmm. have the main character, and then, and then the main character's family. Then you have the, the council and, and people who are involved with the main character and the military, and then other people in the in the country. In addition to the antagonists, the villains of the of the film, and then also the other allies that are outside of of the family. So I, I think I think you did need to have all these characters, mm-hmm. um, but. I mean, just, but you have to also think of it. It's still like just an origin movie. Like now that right. we've established yeah. these characters, now we can move on. Now you can move on, yeah. and in the next True. movie that comes along, the inevitable sequel, that mm-hmm. you know, it would be a lot. You know, I think it would be a lot tighter movie as far yeah. as narrative and 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 a lot of the characters because you know you kind of have a, you have a little bit of knowledge of the of all the characters yeah. and all the players now. You know who they are, who mm-hmm. their role is. So I think that that'll carry on to the next movie. Mm-hmm. True. Very true. Um, do we have anything else that we wanted to add that was major? Anything that you wanted to get in there? Well, okay. I was thinking, um, well, let's talk about the, the people or the, 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 oh, actually, this is what I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you, what did you think of, of Wakanda's what did you think of their uh, their philosophy of, I guess, non-aggression, playing, being Switzerland, staying out of the fray, all the years, the stuff that happened, slavery and world wars and famine and disease and like the entire time they just sitting over there chilling, watching it happen. Like, what did you think of that? Do you agree with what they did or what? Yeah, that was crazy. Showing that opening sequence and it's showing like you know. Uh, they're just over to the, you know, they're just out there just doing their own thing. Man, that's hard to say. Um, that's hard to say. Like, I mean, I, I see both sides. I see, like, yeah, you want to stay out of stuff. It's, isn't, but then when it has to do with, with your people, when it has to do with, you know, I, I don't know how they sat 
by and and watched you know slavery happen you know because it happens you know right around them and maybe they, they hidden from it maybe they believe and, that not all our skin folk are our kin folk you know what i'm saying <laughs> and they, hey, just, i think that's that, i think i think that's true um so I don't, I don't know if I agree with them staying out of that. But as far as all the wars and stuff, then I, I don't, I don't blame them for staying out of that stuff. So I guess you, you, I people guess, in that wanted to not be in it. So I know? guess you, I guess what you say it depends. Then like it depends. Yeah. it depends. I mean, I, I, I understand them wanting to stay out of stuff just because. Yeah, I mean, they have this this valuable, you know, m- mineral material or whatever you want to call it element i don't know what 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 vibranium should be classified as but you know whatever it was mm-hmm. i guess it's, it's an alien substance whatever it is and mm-hmm. and they realize how valuable it can be and how much it's powered their society yeah and i understand them wanting to keep something like that secret because yeah. basically they'll be you know they'll be like you know the the color purple it's like my whole life i had to fight <laughs> They would yeah. they would be fighting all the time yeah. trying to keep people from, from like stealing it, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, waiting in the bushes to to light them up. I, I think that on that in, in that instance I I I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think, yeah, there should I think there could be some sort of compromise. I guess they could have figured out a way to be a little mm-hmm. bit more uh, of a a member of you know a, a member of the world yeah and and helping out other people and and, and doing things mm-hmm. but this is something as that also I, I thought about today was if you know we talk about you know, we see Wakanda we see how beautiful it is we see how the technological advances are beyond anything else on Earth mm. um and but they they put up the front as this like um, third world, third world country, mm-hmm. you know, quote unquote, third world developing quote, nation is right. the PC term. Yes. And, you know, it, it, one thing is I thought it was funny, like they're this developing nation that no one cares about, but, so, but apparently they keep having like prime speaking positions at the UN. <laughs> that's uh, that's right. interesting to me, but, right. but that's neither here nor there. How, how is T'Challa... And I guess my extension of family, in a way, how are they rich? Now think about yeah. No, say how is it my, I, I ask that because if they keep all their technology as a secret, so their technology yeah. it benefits them. They could build stuff, blah blah blah, fine. Yeah. But how does he have the millions of dollars it takes to to buy three buildings in Oakland? Yes. If they don't trade with any if country, if it. they don't sell anything to yeah. other countries, if they don't trade back and forth, so how? Are they rich? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what that's are they my question. For this vibranium, what the, is this vibranium? They're, they're, just, they're not getting anything from. They're, they're, they're not. They're yeah. not. They're not exporting anything. They're not. They're not selling any cures. They're not selling any technology. They're not trading. You know. So how does how do they have the money to do stuff outside of Wakanda? Like within Wakanda, I understand they can build stuff. They have their own resources, right. their own plants, and things right. like that. But when it comes to outside of Wakanda, what where's the money they're getting to do stuff outside of Wakanda? Yeah. They don't. They don't trade. They don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like that's so that's kind of interesting. I mean, maybe yeah. they. T- I don't know. Maybe they f- somehow. Oh, it's like you just said, Stephen. They can't show everything in the movie. You've got all these people <laughs> that they have to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, yeah. I just, to me, it just kind of just stuck out. I was just thinking, yeah. well, how do they acquire this wealth if they don't 
they, they don't trade it with anybody. Trade no with anyone and, and yeah. do anything. Right. Yeah. And yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a mystery. It's it's a mystery. I, I, I have no answer for you there. But yeah, but I suspect. Was, I was thinking for the people, like, because I think this is the movie, like, all these people in this movie, it's like a, it was like an all-star cast of, like, black actors, right. black Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is the type of movie where they should go beyond, their career should get a boost because of this movie. Yeah. And, you know, my question to you is, do you think that, does Chadwick Boseman become an A-list actor at this point? I mean, he he really mm. hit it big first. You know, he was a working actor before, but he really hit it big when he played Jackie Robinson in 42. Right. Then he played James Brown in Get Up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm... You know, and then he got the the gig as playing Black Panther mm-hmm. for Civil War. It's like when you think of all the other people who be, you know, were headlining or top top lining these movies, like Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth right. became he was unknown pretty much in America right. until Thor came along. He gets because before Thor, he was like he played like Jim Kirk's father in a in a Star Trek movie with J.J. Abrams, right? Whatever that year that was, two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played like Kirk's father. Mm-hmm. So, but then he gets Thor, and then now after Thor, then he starts getting lead roles right. in these, like, other big movies and things like that. Right. And I'm like, is that going to happen in Chadwick Boseman? Is mm-hmm. he going to get bigger roles in movies now outside of playing Black Panther? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, is it what's going to happen is what you expect, because he's a black actor, that <laughs> he's not going to get anything else. No, I think he's going to get stuff, but you know what I feel what happens with black actors? They get movies, but they're not going to be cast as the lead. All right. You know, like, I mean, he might, maybe, maybe Hollywood, it's all, you know, Hollywood's like, they're going to dictate everything. So, like, maybe Hollywood is going to say, like, maybe he is going to be, like, the next, quote unquote, Denzel. Because Denzel's kind of like. But there's only two, there's only two black actors, actors, not actresses, two black actors who who get leads, lead roles. It's Denzel and Will, Will Smith. Smith. Yeah. They're the only ones who, from here on so out, is it like will always get a lead role. There can only be two. <laughs> yeah, it's like a time. Highlander type thing. You yeah. know, there can only be two. At least they're giving us two, right? But yeah, like I don't know if he's going to get leads, but I think he'll definitely get more stuff. I think all of them will get more stuff. I just don't know how much, how yeah. much stuff. So I think, you know, you he know. definitely, considering the, the career path of other folks in these movies, like Chris Pratt, he got not only, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, he has the Jurassic World movies now. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yo, this dude was on TV, like, four years ago. Now he's, like, getting, like, $200 million blockbusters to, to star yeah. in. And it's like, well, Chadwick Boseman better get, like, another big-time movie to star in. You For know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, and I forgot another black actor, The Rock. The Rock is the, the, other, Rock. the other one that's going to, like, be the... They don't need, he doesn't need anyone else to star opposite him. He's going to be like the lead in mm-hmm. like every movie he does mm-hmm. if he chooses to. So um, I wonder for that for Chadwick. And one thing I was thinking about when I was watching the, the movie and thinking about the casino scene, which is like probably to me, probably my favorite scene. It was really well yeah. done. How it reminded me, it was like Bond. You know, yeah, you went yeah, undercover, yeah. they were dressed nicely. It was a casino cool. situation. Yeah. And I was thinking, why hasn't Lupita been a Bond girl yet? Oh, yeah. She could be a Bond girl. Like, yeah. she would be perfect to be a Bond girl mm-hmm. and not just, like, the Bond girl that just gets, you know, killed in the not end. That and he girl. gets mad. Yeah. Not like a Vespa or something. Like a legit Bond girl who is, like, his uh, equal Halle in a Barry. way. 
mm-hmm. like Halle Berry or like Michelle Yeoh, yeah. like a, a Bond girl that is like, okay, I could do the same things this guy can do and mm-hmm. I don't need saving. Mm-hmm. So I, I was just thinking like, man, she would be like the perfect Bond girl mm-hmm. at this point, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I mean, she should be doing a lot more stuff, but it looks like she, her, she's starting to ramp up to do more stuff, so yeah. which is cool. Yeah, I think, yeah, like I said, I think all of them will start to get more stuff um, after this movie. I just don't, I I can't say if I can see like with the with Chadwick getting lead roles, but he'll be he'll be someone's you know co right. He'll do an action movie with like Chris Hemsworth. He'll be the support, <laughs> yeah, he'll be the supporting character, but you know he'll be like you know the top he'll get some billing, character. but yeah. like yeah, I, which is which is unfortunate. To it's s- like Chiwetel Ejiofor. And Doctor Strange. Yeah. Like, Chiwetel was nominated for Oscar for 12 Years a Slave. The dude can act his butt off. Great. And then they give the lead role to Benedict Cumberbatch, and then he kind of plays, like, a secondary role. Yeah. And it's like, wow. so good. You know, he... But he he just might be the main villain in the next Doctor Strange, though. But he might be. Yeah, exactly. As as Mordor. So, hopefully, uh, he'll get more to do, so... Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, yeah, that's something I just wonder about the other actors. I mean, we already know Michael B. Jordan's career has already taken off. Like, his getting yeah. bigger and bigger. And who would have thought little Wallace was going to be like, become like a legit star I now? Oh, where's Wallace? Where's yeah. Wallace? Yeah, definitely. So hopefully, though, there'll be more um, from all of them soon. Yeah. But, you know, like with Lupita and like Deny, like they, you know, do, they did like the Broadway stuff. Um, yeah, I don't, their, their careers are definitely going to be, um, you know, just going up, but I, I think they'll do like a lot of different things. Yeah. Denai likes to write too, right? Like she's. Yeah. Denai's a writer. Of, I mean, she's writing the, the, the movie that Lupita's going to star in from, I can't remember the name of it, but from that woman. Oh my goodness. I'm blanking on it and I'm not going to remember it and I can't really look it up right now. But she's writing uh, the screenplay for that, based off that book from the woman. Her oh, name didn't it? I just say that? Shinawa, what was her name? Shinawai Agadazi or something. I know I'm butchering her name. But you guys can look it up. But Denai's writing, writing that, and Lupita's going to star in that as well. Not Oh, wait, Americana? Yeah, Americana. Yeah, yeah that, Americana. that book, yeah. So she's oh, denies yeah, writing even, a screenplay for that. I'm not even say that. Like, I don't know. Her name. Yeah. So denies writing a screenplay for yeah. that, and, and Lupita's going to star in that as well. So they'll they'll continue to do stuff like that. I yeah, think. Yeah, I think they're going to do. A lot I just, of but like they're just that, not yeah. going to get like the, they're not going to get the big Jennifer Lawrence stuff. I guess they're going no. they're going to have to make which is they have to make their uh, own way. They're going to have to make so their annoying. own way. Yeah, they're going to have to make their own. Force and their you know, in. I'm not mad at that. I was thinking about that today. Like, I'm not mad at us doing our own thing and making our own way. I feel like it's. You know what I was thinking today? It was a, this is such a random comment, but I was just like, you know, just given like all the, the stuff with Oscars and stuff in recent years, um, you know, the whole Oscar so white. I'm like, you know, I think maybe it's maybe it's time for us to maybe well past time for us to just really create our own like way to acknowledge, you know, black actors um, in movie and TV and do like, you know, our own awards and i was thinking like why can't like you where know, do you think have, the image awards are well we have the bet awards and then we have the, we have naacp awards right but though I, I i mean do actors really feel like this is like you know they're happy of course it's an award an award is an award i guess but like i mean come on like you work 
hard. These people work hard. They give up a lot to pursue their acting dreams and stuff. And they they look at that Oscar. It's up there, you know? And I'm like, we need the thing that's going to make them feel that way. And I don't know if Image Awards makes them feel that way. But I was like, what if they just came together, like BET and NAACP, they came <laughs> together and made, like, a body and created, like, the Black Excellent Awards, the Bs, B-E-A-As, the Black Excellent Award, uh, sure. like, what was, the, what was the other one? No, I had another A. Never mind, but B-E-A, Black Excellent Awards. Black, Black Excellent Achievement Awards. Yes! Yes. That was what yes. I was thinking of. Um, really did that. Yeah, I mean that would be that would be cool to, as far as just recognizing the work and efforts of people of color in the industry and black folks. But the thing is, when it comes to what really counts, is people like to say, "Oh, that it doesn't really, you know, who cares about awards? Doesn't really count." But when it comes to earning power and potential and 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 leverage, the Academy Awards are king. The Academy Awards is what helps you out. Um, it means a lot to say Academy Award winner. You know, that really helps your sure. payday. It helps you get bigger paydays, get better roles. So those still have a place. And I don't know if you create the B's awards, <laughs> if that's gonna if that's gonna make a difference in someone's career as far as getting bigger, bigger roles and getting more well, leverage. Yes, I mean, it, it, it'll feel good. It's like, oh, my people recognize my efforts. I got this award. This is great. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. But when it comes to, like, going into a meeting with Spielberg, do you think Spielberg cares about the Bees Award or if Spielberg cares about the Academy Award that you received? Well, I got something for you. Okay. I think it's time for us to start making our own, like, production companies and things of that nature. Oh, I, we I think, do. It's just that it but costs I think, money. Well, I know it costs money, but if Tyler Perry can do it, like, certainly some Denzel can do something certainly like somebody else the smiths got some stuff going on right like i mean there are people who have the ways to they've got some money now like at this point in their careers and some of these people's careers they got the money and like if we pull it's all about pulling together i'm not saying like one person has to start it it could be like a couple of people but i think like that's where it needs to go because here's my 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 thing is it's like i mean how long are we going to keep wanting white people to acknowledge us like how long are we going to keep asking for people these academy award people should we even go into the grammys and stuff but like how long are we going to keep like when are they going to acknowledge us when well, are they going to acknowledge us like this well, is that's my point i don't and, think like, it's all like the protests you got to start what i'm saying is you got to do something you can't keep like every year saying like why no? But I think let's it's like protest, a it could be a killmonger versus nakia versus t'challa situation where but it's 2018, though. But I'm, but I'm saying in the sense that, yes, you might have all these people who say the Oprahs, Tyler Perry, mm-hmm. the other moguls, Ava DuVernay, and people who have these production companies and studios and whatever they're working on, but that doesn't mean they all agree on how to do it. Like they, they, well, that's they, fine. But I'm saying it's hard... It's hard to do it on your own. So you have like 20 different people doing their own thing, and it's very difficult to get traction there. That sounds like an excuse. Not that's not an excuse. That's an explanation. <laughs> if it wasn't, if 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 no, like you're you're sounding like it's because it's hard work and it's going to be a lot of work. No, I'm saying that that's an explanation of why it hasn't happened already. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it shouldn't happen. Okay, I mean even when you look and we're getting off topic, but think about you know 
I think about DreamWorks FKG when it's Spielberg, Katzenberg, and Geffen, where they say, okay, we're going to do movies, television, and music. We got these three titans of, of the industry in Hollywood working together. This is going to be awesome. And that failed because even though they're all big in what they do, they, they had different ideas and approaches on how to do things, and it really didn't work out. And I'm just saying that, yes, it's, it's good in theory. You want to be able to say, okay, we're just going to get our own stuff going. We're going to get our own production companies and things like that. But it's like, but everyone, people have egos, and people want to do it their own way. And I, I think that, you know, it hasn't really happened yet because of that reason. And once they start coming together and saying, we're going to pull our resources as the you know, the top people in Hollywood and we're going to create this one entity, I think it would happen in that sense. But I'm just saying there's just so many people have their own ideas. And not that it's wrong, not like, oh, this person's idea is wrong and this one is right. It's more so people just have their individuals. They have their own ideas of how they want to do things and how to do stuff. And it's it's very difficult to really get, make that widespread change you're looking for when you have so many individuals working. Change is difficult. Boom. <laughs> Okay. That's all I have to say. But it can happen. If we dream it, it will come. Yeah. If you if you if you dream it, it can happen. Dream it, believe it. Make those dreams happen. Happen. But anyway, that's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. Well, I guess that's it for our Black Panther recap. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, Sorry we, about getting off topic. <laughs> that's fine. They like it when we get off that's topic. That's fun, though. That's a real conversation. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's just what happens sometimes. Anyway. Thanks for listening, everyone. And um, <laughs> be sure to check us out. And if you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, iCast, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn. All those things we mentioned in the beginning. All those things we mentioned in the beginning. <laughs> just want to remind you to, to subscribe, subscribe and listen to us. Yes. Please do that. And we thank you for listening and we'll be back soon with another review of something. Thanks everyone. Bye.